Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Star Trek The Original Series, Season 3, Episode 10, it is called Plato's Stepchildren. So full spoilers for the episode as always. Um, we had a good episode last week, it was a, ple- it was a pleasant return episode after, after a month and a half of not recording any, it was a yeah, nice, yeah, nice, nice welcoming episode back, this episode not so much. Yeah. And it's a shame because I feel like there's some there's some genuine ideas behind it all that could be great, you know, just the idea of willpower and you know what freedom really means, and the idea of torturing McCoy by by humiliating Spock and Kirk, like that idea sounds great. Yeah, it's just wrapped up in boring, ridiculous, stupid stuff. I, I would go as is say embarrassing stuff. I would agree. It's silly. It's a very silly episode, um, and I believe this is the one. That, this is the the famous uh, the first ever interracial kiss on TV episode. Unless I'm forgetting about another kiss that happened before this one. No, I don't think so. Yeah, because uh, Kirk and Hura, Kirk and Hura kiss, uh, not by choice. They're forced to kiss um, because this episode revolves the the crew, uh, the main three at least, going down to a planet. Uh, just because? I think it was a distress call because he was sick, the, the doctor. Yeah, but we just kind of drop in on it. Just, yeah, we just kind of drop in. Uh, it turns out the people here who base their entire society after uh, Plato, because they, they were from another planet originally, they went to Earth during the time of you know, the Greeks, uh, Socrates and Plato, and they loved that so much that when they left and came to their own planet here, they formed their entire society after it. Again, another excuse, I'm sure, to use costumes for a different TV show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we've done this 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 before. This feels uh, I I feel like we've done Greek already, but I remember like the Napoleon one. We we so have. I, I I'll be shocked if we haven't done Greek I'm already. Like, I'm sure we've done Greek at some point. But they have telekinesis, so you know yeah. that's, that's that's the thing of the episode. They have telekinesis, and except except the the dwarf character, the little guy, um, Alexander. He he can't. He he's basically the the. The jester who they pick on and, and torture and make you know you know basically he's basically the slave, and he tries to help Kirk and Co out at times, but their telekinesis is so good, they're so strong that the main guy, um, what Parman, he he can just like force people to move. I did question a little bit when he started making them sing and talk because I felt like okay we're actually going to do more of a psychic thing here than it is just yeah. than because it, because it, before it was just physical and it was just I mean, moving them around. I, I, I could. I guess the, the the best I could do is is that fine tuned. He can manipulate the vocal cords. Okay, all right. That's, That's the best I can do. Because he's the most powerful uh, out of the society here. There's like yeah. 38 people, and they, they they they've been living for thousands of years. Eventually, we find out it's the it's the it's the food on this planet that gives them the power. Uh, Alexander doesn't have the power, he's the only one who doesn't, and it turns out the same you know, biological reason that stops him from growing is the same thing that stops him from developing the power, and Which, that's why he doesn't. I will say I thought it was a little weird, because the woman tells us, oh, we had this really strict eugenics program, that's why we're basically immortal. I'm like, so you did all this, but this guy, you left this guy with dwarfism? I mean, it's a bit of a dick move, isn't it? I think they did that before they left their own planet, and then they brought him from Earth, or something uh, okay. like that. Okay. Because then, then how's he lived so long? Because he said, "Oh, they brought me along with them." Maybe it's the food here is, is what makes him immortal. Maybe I don't know. 
Okay, and I, I was I under the impression know. that it was the eugenics problem that, that maybe made it is. Yeah. If that's the case, then I don't know. Uh, unless he just means that they, they decided to bring him along with that. Um, oh, it could be, yeah. Because um, if he was already a dwarf, then. Yeah. They may not have been queuing it, it's just, oh, but now he's immortal. Like us. Uh, it could be, yeah. Well, I don't know if they're immortal, but I mean, 2,300 years is a pretty long time. As good as, right? As good as. For all yeah. intents and purposes. Um, I love actually when the, the, the woman's like. Oh, Spock, guess my age. I'm not vain. I'll, I'll take whatever you can guess. Because she's basically making a point of saying she's looked the same for, you know, thousands of years. And he's like, 35. And she's like, 35? I stopped aging at 30. She's horrified, yeah. Uh, that, that made me laugh. Because um, the, the good ideas in here is just like after they have, they have this very, and it's a very long scene, of when he does humiliate Spock and Kirk and he makes them dance. Because it, it, it just turns into this scene of them dancing and singing and spying around each other. And then eventually, they bring in Alexander and they have Kirk in all fours and Alexander's on Kirk's back riding him like a horse. And I'm like, what am I watching? What is this episode? Yeah, What's why happening? am I watching this? Um, and after all this happens, when Kirk and you know, Co are alone again in like a... It's not a cell, it's just a room, but they're, they're, they're locked in, you know, the, the prisoners. Yeah. Um, they're talking about it, and Spock is basically talking about how he's really. This was the most interesting scene of the episode for me. Is Spock was angry, and he didn't know how to let it out. Like, because you know, he's like, because he's asking Kirk, "Are you angry?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm furious. You know, I'm, you know, I, I even feel hatred right now." Um, and he he starts talking about the the release of human emotions and how, yeah, you see it as healthy to let them out, but I've also witnessed that if you let them out too often, it's very unhealthy, yeah. and. He doesn't know how to deal with the fact that he's angry about what what has been made of him. That he's been made a fool because you know he make, the, the guy makes Spock laugh. We see him laughing and smiling and like, yeah, that was a little bit weird when you know McCloy was like, "Oh no, you you do that, you'll kill him." I'm like, right? I mean, and I know he's Vulcan and, and he doesn't really do the emotions, but you know, he was like, "Oh, you know, you make him laugh too long and it'll actually kill him because he's Vulcan because he doesn't know how to do emotions." I was like. Was a bit of a weird leap. Uh, unless that was always canon, we just didn't know about it. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Because the, the whole thing is that they want McCoy to stay behind because they never had a need for a doctor before. They, they had this infection. McCoy, you know, cured it pretty easily. Um, well, I say easily. There was a small moment where his telekinesis was going nuts while he was unconscious, and it was like you know throwing. Built, you know, things around the room. The again, Enterprise itself was like starting to like have turbulence and. Yeah, again, sorts. I thought that was a nice idea because as soon as yeah, they they asked them, oh, do these you know do these stop when you're asleep? You know, the, uh, you know, do, does it stop being active? And she was like, no, no, it's still there. And I was like, okay, so while he's unconscious from the you know the drugs, it's still just gonna go haywire. Yeah, and I thought, okay, that's a nice idea to play with. It's you know, it's a it's a classic, but it's just the one little moment, and that's it. Pretty much. Uh, so they want McCoy to stay. He obviously doesn't want to. And they're, it's basically just about trying to torment him enough and torment his friends so that he'll eventually agree. And eventually they, they bring down Uhura in Nurse Chapel. Uh, I, I guess the second most interesting thing is when they make Spock sing a song, like serenade them, which is mm. stupid on its own. But I, I, I did get a little... Not entertainment, per se, but... There was a little character moment where, like, Chapel was clearly, like, she has feelings for Spock, this is long established, and this was kind of affecting her because she almost, like, 
likes this, but she knows it's not real, so it's it's more upsetting than it is pleasing. So it, like yeah. there, there was like a mix of emotions there. And I, I think I was okay, right? So that that's playing upon the actual established Nurse Chapel feelings, and then you know then he makes Spot kiss her with his powers, and you know same with Kirk and Uhura. Um, of course, the big plot point is is that you know he's making them do this, and then he brings out like like torture instruments, like a hot iron, a whip, and I'm like, okay, this is, this episode's getting really weird. Like he's going to make Kirk and Spock like torture the, the two female officers. This is bizarre. But the pl- important plot point is that they sussed out what is what, what gives them the, the, the powers, and the, the McCoy injects both of them with a potent dose of it. Hopefully, he's he's not sure if it'll take weeks to kick in though. Like it may take a while. But obviously we're expected to kick in when they need it most. Pretty quickly, yeah, obviously. Yeah. And uh, Alexander actually you know, tries to sneak around with a knife and tries to kill uh, Perman, but someone else catches him and stops him with their powers. And then he's going to make Alexander like stab himself in the neck. He's going to make him slit his own throat. This is, this is actually really dark for a Star Trek episode. It is, amongst all the stupidity. It's almost a shame the rest of it's so stupid because you could... Do something with this. I almost feel like they thought we better go some with some really light, fluffy stuff just to balance it out. Maybe it, it, it kind of betrays the the point of the episode. Yeah, I feel it like was just a tonal mess. I, I think that's the real shame of it is that the the core ideas of like the fear of someone this powerful and like how do we get around that and uh, like the, the 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 torturing of like you know spock in chapel and like sort of playing with their relationship and like forcing it out into the open like there's things here that are okay ideas to do things with there's nothing necessarily inherently wrong with that but we have a little person riding on kirk's back while he's on all fours as if he's a horse like we have that yeah. scene too yeah and they're about to you know and they're trying to stop they're trying to stop their hands from moving to, to kill to killing them and that, that's when alexander tries to kill perriman then he's going to make perriman slit his own throat and that's when kirk tries to will, you know, Alexander's hand down again, and he does, and everyone's like, who did that? Who stopped him from doing this? And Kirk's like, it was me. And then it becomes this battle between them of, you know, they're basically using Alexander as, like, a, a prop, because he's, like, got the knife, and he's, like, turning around. Yeah, like, a little bit of a tug-of-war. He's a tug-of-war, yeah, but with him as the per- a loving person as the, the rope. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, and then it ends kind of weird where... They basically just promise. Oh, I understand that we've been being kind of you know, <laughs> like draconic here, and you know, we'll yeah, change. We'll, we'll, we'll we nice. won't do it again. We'll and sl- they went, yeah, you will do it again as soon as we're gone and you're not scared anymore. You'll be back to it. Mm-hmm. And then so they, so they, we'll take Alexander with us. Yes, and then they threatened them again. Like, okay, now I promise. We'll, we'll, okay, I believe you now. Uh, there'll be regular checkups, and they just leave. And that's it. This is, they almost made them torture, potentially kill two of their officers, and almost made Alexander commit suicide. And it's just like, okay, you've been warned. Bye bye. Yeah. It was really weird. I, I, the ending was bizarre to me. I, I, I don't know what to say about yeah. it. Yeah. One of the stu- what, what for me might be one of the stupidest scenes of the episode as well. I've when not mentioned get- your stupidest scene already. Jeez. No, no. When they get summoned. And they're they're, oh, they're trying, you know, they they're they're being controlled to walk to, towards them, and they're all, you know, trying not to walk and do it. So you've got this weird thing where they're they're walking forwards but leaning backwards and you know stumbling all over the place. And it's, it's really just, silly. Oh my god, it's, it's awful. So much of the episode is them pretending that there's someone like tele 
you know, not telepathically, tele- you know, telekinetically try to pull them somewhere. Yeah. And they're just pretending. There's a moment that actually made me laugh out loud. It's uh, during the the all fours like humiliation scene, which again goes on quite a long time because there's, there's a dancing first, and then there's the the Spock stuff that kind of wipes him out. He ends up over to the side, kind of on just on the ground, like sort of like in pain. And it's it's during this part where he puts Kirk in all fours, and then Alexander comes in and goes on his back. During this, I was paying attention to Spock in the background, and. It works in character because of what Spock just went through, but I really feel like I was looking at Leonard Nimoy, just looking like he was like, "What are we doing on this show? Like, can we get, can I, can we leave? Can we cancel this episode, please? This is stupid yeah, as shit." Yeah. Can I go home? He he just looked like destroyed morally. He just yeah. he was ready to be done. Like he just looked, you could see it in his eyes, the cold dead, cold dead eyes of Leonard Nimoy watching this ridiculous scene play out in front of him. Poor bastard. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty rough episode. I, again, like I say, there's potential in there. There's things that I can say that I like in terms of the ideas, but so much of it is this stupid pretending to like be pulled or whatever. Ugh, I know. So it's just a mess. I, I, unfortunately, I can't be, can't really give it much more positive positivity just, than that. Just you know, most of the season's still to go. <laughs> hey, that's just a ten down. Twelve left. That's not bad, bro. Just about ten. Halfway. I thought it was nine. That's a ten. Oh, okay, that's slightly slightly better than I than I thought. Then yeah, we're fine. We're fine. When we get to the movies, it'll be good. Good. There's probably a couple of good episodes still left. I mean, I'd hope because we've already had a couple, and there can't be that many left. Given given the season's reputation, that 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 that's fair. Um, but no, so pretty pretty bad episode. Very silly in places. It's it's, it's kind of embarrassing to watch at times. Yeah. I, and I can't help but feel that not not so much. McC- I mean, I'm sure McCoy felt embarrassed just standing around, but um, Spock and, and Kirk specifically have to do so much stupid shit in this episode that I can't imagine they weren't just feeling miserable in the days they were shooting this. Yeah, I don't know how you can take yourself seriously as an actor. You know, when you I'd... just you show up at work and do this shite. Um, no, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, there's definitely. So, some of it, because like obviously like, when they're pretending the ship's being like hitting, they're all like shaking around and stuff. Like there's stuff that does actually like it feels stupid when you're on set doing it, but it actually works in the the final. Yeah, it's part and parcel, work, right? right? That, that's just a, something that you, you I think you get used to as an actor is that some of this stuff works out okay. I think the moment where that breaks in this episode is when it is the all four scene because there's nothing that's going to make this all fours like crawling around. With Alexander on his you back, you can't save that. There's yeah, there's nothing that they're going to do to that that makes it work in the final episode. Um, so I, I just can't imagine them having a good 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 morale on the on the on the set that no, day. You just feel embarrassed, wouldn't you? Also, uh, can I point out the awful pun at the end uh, before Kirk beams up because Alexander's coming along because he wants to leave this planet, and you know he's talking to Scott. You know, Kirk's on the comms with Scotty. It's like, hey, Scotty, I've got a small surprise. There's a there's a new there's a passenger coming with us, and I'm like really a small pun. <laughs> Are we really doing yeah. that? I mean, I'm, to be fair, went all episode. I think that was the first one, right? Well, well, well it was strange because I, I mean I, I actually respected that at one point, even though this has been kind of Star Trek's mantra, all, all uh, you know for the whole the whole show. Um, there was like a, a scene in here where he flat out said to Alexander, "No, where we come from, it doesn't matter what size, shape, or color you are." Uh, yeah. everyone is equal. I'm like, oh, that's uh, that's uh, that's a sentiment. It's nice, nice to just hear that because I feel like it's the '60s. I don't expect TV shows to be as 
as blatant with that kind of no, messaging. No, I agree. So. They, they, they just, you know, really bluntly just say it, right? Yeah. Um, obviously, these days, we wouldn't bat an eye. So if, if anything, these days, is, oh, that's, a, that's a bit too on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> be, be subtle about it. Um, yeah. But, you know, at the time, it's like, no, you you not really said it to this extent yes. ever. Uh, so so that was a nice moment to, to hear him say it, but, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, rough episode. Really silly. <laughs> really silly in comparison. Uh, but hey, we'll be back next week with hopefully something a bit better. We'll see. We'll find it's out. Open, yeah. We'll find out. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's been Star Trek. That's episode 10 of season 3. Uh, let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv. Um, it's worth doing. There's links over there to all the various shows we do, both on YouTube and the audio feeds for all those shows. Uh, obviously, we'd love for you to support us over there. Even $1 is fantastic and is better than, say, the, the money we'd make off like the ads on YouTube. Uh, if you if you watch those, that said, if you you can't do that, watch the ads on YouTube. You know, like, comment, all that, all that stuff. All of it helps. Um, all all of it is good support. Um, and check out the bonuses over there as well. Um, but yeah, um, here's something we don't do a lot at the end of these shows that I feel like I should start doing. It is picking just one other thing we do to sort of promote. Like you know, just an example of something else. So. I think just in try to tie it into Star Trek in some way, uh, we do a weekly show, One Twenty One in Flux, me and Connor, where we talk about a movie from the past, and quite often it'll be a sci-fi movie. If you know, to, just to sort of tie it into uh, Trek. So, um, in fact, this uh, the, the next episode we're going to be doing is The Thing. Uh, so that's a quite a big famous movie, yeah. specifically. And, and the last one I think was a Godzilla movie. It. No, no, it wasn't. It was AVP. It was, yeah. <laughs> Alien versus Predator. I, I'm, I'm thinking of, uh, yeah. One before. Yeah, you're thinking of the, the last one that wasn't terrible. That's what you're thinking of. Uh, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I've, I've already, you know, I think we recorded that AVP, what, three or four days ago, and I've already wiped it from my mind. I think you have. Don't worry, it'll all come flooding back when we do AVP 2. Yeah. Because that's coming. But hey. Still sci fi, though. So, so, point stands. That is true. Uh, so, but, you know, often it'll be older movies. Uh, it's typically not new releases at the very least. And then sometimes it will be classics. Sometimes it'll be B movies. Sometimes it'll be, you know, whatever. Shite. We do a lot of different things. Uh, but that is that. Uh, so, that's 1.21 in flux. So, check that out if you're interested. Uh, but that's us. So, thank you once again for watching and listening. We also appreciate it. Keep watching Star Trek and sci fi and space shows. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>